Let me ask you a question. What does it take to unlock potential, to discover what's truly possible in business, to create a new normal? It takes one thing, a leader who raises the bar, who sets bigger goals and higher standards for your business, your team, and most importantly, yourself. I'm your host, Katherine Binkley. I've scaled businesses for over 17 years, and I've helped my clients make millions of dollars without sacrificing their freedom by building and leading high-performing teams. Together, we're going to explore what it takes to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business. This is The Elevate Effect. Hey, hey, I'm coming back to you from quarantine, and it has been busy. Despite being in quarantine and being stuck at home, things are pretty much still just as busy as ever for me. Business is, of course, business as usual since I work from home from that standpoint, but it's definitely been new to get used to everyone else working at home and the kids doing schoolwork from home, and it's just been interesting. But outside of all of that, it's also been a busy week for a different reason. In fact, it's actually been a busy few months. I've been working behind the scenes, rebranding, and this week I could finally share my fresh look. I've got a new logo, tagline, podcast name, website, website copy, photos, all the things. And I've been working on it for a while. And let me tell you, it was so hard to wait. I was excited at every single step along the journey. I just had this renewed energy and couldn't wait to share it with the world. But I had to wait. I decided I was going to do this right, and that meant waiting until it was all done and releasing everything at once. And so that's what I did, and here we are. So yeah, I'm super excited. Definitely go check that out. Let me tell you just quickly why I pivoted with my branding. Because you see, my old brand served me well. It saw every iteration every pivot, every launch in my business to date. And I started my business back in 2014. So it also served me for a long time. But in all of those years, I have grown personally. I have grown in tremendous ways by leaps and bounds. My business has grown. And Eventually, it became clear that my business had outgrown my brand. And like so many other things in business, once I outgrew my brand, I realized that what got me here is not going to get me where I want to go. And the same is true for you. So that's what I want to talk about today. What got you here, wherever here is for you right now, is not going to get you to seven figures. You're going to need to make some changes, some mindset shifts. You're going to have to step up in order to step into a seven-figure CEO role. But before we get into all of that, I want to ask you, so what got you here? What did it take 
to get to your first sale, your first 10K month, your first six figures or multiple six figures. I know in that first stretch of building your business, there are a number of things that you have to do, like choosing a niche or trying out a few for that matter, learning your audience, talking to them, understanding their pain points and their desires, and really refining your messaging, then nailing your offer. Hopefully, at this point, you feel good about what you're offering, even if you still question your pricing or certain components or how to deliver it. Certainly, there's going to be refinement of that, but hopefully you've got a good feel about what you're offering and the value that you provide. To get here, you had to build your audience, and that's, of course, something you'll continue to do. You had to get more comfortable with getting visible, more comfortable with communicating with that audience and with standing out, and I'm sure you hustled to do a lot of it yourself. I'm sure you learned most of the things, if not all the things, and DIY'd so many aspects of your business. Maybe you eventually hired some contractors and started delegating some tasks, but I bet you've hustled more than you'd like to admit. Maybe you're still second-guessing yourself today, but you've come a long way with your mindset. And you've tackled many of the fears and the limiting beliefs that popped up early in your business. What got you here maybe was just being busy, staying busy with no idea of what it would really take to move you forward until eventually the hard work paid off and you managed to get to six figures. Now, naturally, you might think that you need to keep doing what you're doing because it got you this far. It worked, right? It worked to get you where you are today. Except there's also a part of you, probably that sleep deprived, ready for a real vacation part of you that knows that it's not sustainable to keep hustling the way that you're hustling. And it's absolutely true. What it took to get you here won't get you to seven figures. And before we talk about what it will take, Let's first acknowledge that everything that got you here was essential. You couldn't just skip all of that. You couldn't just start today doing the things that I'm about to mention. So if you're not to six figures yet, or you haven't checked off all of those things, you don't feel confident about your your offer, or you don't know your audience yet, you've still got to put in that work. But if you've figured those things out, you've made it to six figures, all of those things aren't going to be the same things that get you to seven figures. Here's the thing. Like I said, you could not simply skip all of those experiences. And the reason why is because all of those were lessons that you needed to learn that will help you get to seven figures. You needed those lessons behind you. So you don't make the same mistakes on a larger scale, right? When there are things that aren't working in business, you can scale those mistakes. So you needed to learn those lessons on a smaller level. The lessons that you learned are going to help you scale faster. They're going to help you lead a team, a team that does many of the things that you once did. 
Those lessons will help you more clearly see where you actually want to be. They taught you that, yes, this will work, that, yes, you are good enough, and that it's inevitable that you're going to disappoint others or be judged, and that actually means you're doing a good job because you're being noticed and you're standing out. Those lessons also taught you that you have a choice. You always have a choice. And ultimately, you are responsible for your success. So yeah, you needed to go through everything you've gone through to learn those lessons. And you'll need some more reminders of those along the way. But now it's time to scale to seven. And what got you here won't get you to seven. So what will it take? If you want to be a seven-figure CEO, I have six things that I want to share with you today that it will require. If you want to be a seven-figure CEO, it's going to require getting even clearer on where you want to go. Knowing that you want to be a seven-figure CEO isn't enough. It's a good start, but there's a lot of different ways to be a seven-figure CEO, and every seven-figure CEO isn't the same. They're not the same in how they run their business and how they live their life. And you need to know specifically for you what your vision is for once you get to seven figures. And you need to know very specifically, if you want to be a seven-figure CEO, it's also going to require stepping into your role as a leader. Now, you may have hired an expensive contractor who was top of their game and they knew what they needed to do. And you just kind of let them run with it. But moving forward, you can't afford to continue to do that for every role in your business. You're going to need to hire a team and build a team and delegate and lead a team, cultivate a team while still taking responsibility as the leader. The third thing that's going to be required is viewing and treating your business as a company. This is a massive shift. Maybe you've already made the shift from solopreneur to adding some other team members, but this is the next shift that you need to make. Treating your business like a business is a different feel than treating your business like a company. There's just this sense of a company being long-term, of a company providing even more of an impact of a company supporting employees and team members. And I wonder how you would show up differently if you viewed your business as a company. Fourth, in order to be a seven-figure CEO, it's going to require that you focus on only what it will take to get you where you want to go, even though I know you have so many ideas. As the visionary in your business, you're going to have a million ideas. You're going to have more than a million ideas. Let's be real. You're going to have ideas every day, tons of them. And you're going to want to implement those fast, now, yesterday even. But focusing on only what it will take to get you to your goal is going to be key. And this is not your skill set. It is not normal for you to be able to focus in on what it's going to take to get you there and to rule out the rest. 
And that's why you need a team member like an integrator to help, to help filter through all those big ideas and move forward with the ones that are going to help you reach your goal. If you want to be a seven-figure CEO, it's also going to require creating a business that runs without you. That might sound scary. I'm sure it does. You've hustled so hard. You've done all the things in your business. And it feels strange to think that your business could actually run without you. Now, does that mean you never do anything for the business? Of course not. But that does mean that you're able to take a couple weeks off without doing anything. And the business keeps running and you're not freaking out that everything's going to fall apart. It does mean that the day-to-day keeps going without you being the bottleneck in your business. It means putting the systems in place, getting the team in place, and building a truly self-sustaining, scalable business that lets you focus on the big picture of where you're headed and not in the day-to-day work. Lastly, stepping into your role as a seven-figure CEO is going to require making decisions like a seven-figure CEO would. So even if you're not there yet, the way to get there is to start acting like you are that seven-figure CEO already and asking yourself, what would a seven-figure CEO do? What decision would I make if I were a seven-figure CEO? And that's going to bring tremendous clarity. Clarity around what you should be thinking and doing in your business. I want to close today's episode with this. Your business today, the team, the structure, the systems, they are all designed to give you the results you are getting right now. And if you want something different, if you want different results, you can't keep thinking and doing the same things that got you here. So what would the seven-figure CEO, that future seven-figure CEO inside of you, think and do differently? That's exactly what we're going to talk about in this podcast every single week. So stay tuned each week as we explore that question further so you can scale to seven. If you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, subscribe and leave a five-star review. And if you send me a screenshot of that review, I'll give you free access to my CEO scorecard. This is the same tool I use with my multiple six and seven figure clients to help them up-level their role as CEO and achieve massive results. This resource is typically available exclusively to clients in my coaching program, The Elevate Effect. If you're ready to learn how to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business, head over to katherinebinkley.com forward slash The Elevate Effect and join us to reach your next level of success.